Welcome to another episode of Blog Talk, presented by Theater Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit ThinkingTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Boom, clap, boom, de clap, to clap. It was time for a hoedown throwdown as the Canadian Divas put on their boots for a country pop girl group challenge. So who lasso to win and who get it on up and get it on out? It's time to talk all things Canada's Drag Race 2. And joining me is a queen so nice you say her name thrice. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha! I love that. That's so good. I mean, thank you. It's almost like I'm a, I'm a writer or something. It's almost um, like, speaking of which... Like- I, I just have to say it again. Um, listeners, if you heard it for the third time, I don't care. I'm nominated for two Glam Awards, so. I have Yay. To best writer, blogger, best podcast. I'm just very, very excited for myself. Congratulations. But, thanks. Um, I can't wait to lose to a Rue girl again, but it is what it is. Fuck <laughs> you, know? sure. you, Monet sure. Exchange. You don't even go here anymore. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have faith in you. I do too. I, I there, are, there are a lot of people who listen to the podcast and congratulations when I do my campaign, you're going to be tagged in everything because I'm going to tag every guest that it's been on and <laughs> I put out more than 100 episodes this year alone. So, Wow. It's a lot of, yeah, people a are lot of have, drag race. Oh. So and there's much. still more to come. There is still oh. more to come. Oh yeah. It's not over yet this year. It's not over yet, but how are you? How, how is everything in New York? I'm good. It's my birthday tomorrow. So happy I'm, birthday. Thank you. Um uh just you know <laughs> staying alive, staying alive, you know? Yeah, doing anything fun and special for your birthday? Um I, I'm having a, a some friends over with a theme, um, a night of a thousand Nicole Kidmans. So everyone's gonna oh. come as their favorite Nicole Kidman character. Or no. Oh no. Um, do you want to give a preview of who you're going to be? Oh, I, I literally, I bought the fabric today. I'm going to make it after this. I'm going to be, um, uh, Masha from 900 Stranger. Nat- nat- naturally. Uh, what mm-hmm. a show that was. That was, that was an accent she did. <laughs> that, that's what it's supposed to be. Like in the book. Yeah. yeah it was Russian Australian. It was something, but that was that was a good show. I enjoyed it. I I, I was thoroughly in, 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 intrigued by it. The book um, is really, really the book. I think is a lot better. The ending is a lot more satisfying mm-hmm. in the book. So if if your listeners are also readers or or audiobook listeners, perhaps that that one's me. I I I don't know how to read, so I I need to hear it. I need mm-hmm. to hear it. But all right, course, good good suggestion. Thank you. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about Canada's Drag Race two. How have you been enjoying the season so far? I've really been liking it. Um, so I know I know Canada and UK season three kind of started yep. almost around the same time. And I wasn't watching either one of them like immediately. And I binged like the first five of UK and the first two or three of Canada like in one day. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I think I liked Canada better than UK this year, which I think Interesting. is Interesting. 
Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Yeah. I think Canada is finally picking up steam. We've got rid of, dare I say, the dead weight. Um, and now we have some contenders to actually get to know and, and watch their mm-hmm. journey. Um, and with UK, I think people are just so angry at Rue for the wild decisions she's made that everyone's just been like, all right, we're done with UK, move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I mean, also last season, UK was just... You're perfect. You're perfect. So it's hard to, you know, replicate that. Yeah. It is true. Well, we're here to talk about episode five, and um, Canada is finally getting in on the girl group action. They're they're like, this challenge Uh works for everyone else. Let's do it. Um, Are you a fan of this challenge normally? I am. I think it's really fun. I do not know what this weird country pop kick RuPaul has been on, like with all stars, (laughs) and I just don't get it. But I mean, Shania Twain, I was like, that's the only like link I can think of. Especially for um, Canada. I don't I don't see Canada as like a big country heavy place, but Exactly. Maybe like, I'm wrong. Very weird. It, it seems like a, a little bit of a misguided choice. But um yeah. I mean it's fun. It's a very easy thing to like stick up if that's your vibe. It's something mm-hmm. very easy to be like cool country girl. You know, exactly. so I think I think it I guess it works for a lot of people because it's kind of like a, a costume absolutely of a genre. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, I love I love the girl group channel challenge. It's just like it really um it's something that you actually see in mm-hmm. like the real world. So I, I it's, absolutely it's yeah, I'm always a big fan of it. So I'm excited to talk about this episode. So let's dive in. It is after mm-hmm. the elimination. Bathia is devastated that one of her Montreal sisters has gone, but no sulking over Suki's elimination. The girls pay respect to Suki, who they say was a light and the person that pulled them all together and made them feel good. Eve wipes away her notes, and now it's time to chat. Mm-hmm. A huge congratulations to Cynthia on her win. She felt in her element, no matter what happens from here on out, Snatch Game is hers. Snatch Game, we have clearly seen, is always a big challenge to win. Most of the time, if you win Snatch Game, you at least are in the top five. Do you think mm-hmm. Cynthia has a chance to be in the top five? Absolutely, I do. Um, I like Cynthia. I think she's just inherently very, she's like a likable person. She seems yeah. very sweet. Mm-hmm. So she has that likability. People really love her singing voice. Um, I don't know, she seems like a pretty uh, dynamic performer from her lip sync. Um, so I think, I think given that she has her like runways are questionable sometimes, but like she has a really strong performance element. And I think that's yeah. probably the most important thing. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, there, I think really there's only been one person in recent memory that uh, has won snatch game and not been in the close to the finals. And that's been Anita Wiglet. And I still need justice for her. <laughs> that was so mean RuPaul. How dare you do that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kamora is stunned that she was in the top, but same, to be honest. Uh, she's not safe no more, but she thinks her runway was better than Cynthia. Sure, it was a beautiful pageant gown that you made work for the theme. Yeah, I know. There, I guess what? We're going to do that again to this week. Yeah. For the pageant fashion for me, it just shows like, it's just like they're so clearly like a wall up in that yeah. person's mind of like what they're able to do. 
mm-hmm. because it's like there are ways to make like pageant fashion new and like interesting and contemporary and like there Absolutely. are people who are just like they, they their brains like can't get there yeah. which is fine because I, I think design is it's you either kind of have it or you don't like it's a taste you like absolutely and drag race is expensive if you if you can exactly. use something you already have and repurpose it good for you but just don't be so overtly obvious about it that's my feeling uh-huh sure and she said and she said that she made it herself which is mm-hmm. wonderful and it's yeah. and it's very good for what it is it's just nothing like new exactly. or interesting to me exactly well adriana thought she'd be lip-syncing and when they said it was eve everything dropped and eve gave it her all she feels validated that she could prove Mm -hmm. why she's there adriana got a slap in the face and will commit more than ever before get ready for the colombian heat because it's gonna fire up your tv it is a new day the top eight so great probably not the top eight that i predicted from preseason but hey this is what we got this is what we'll work with First off, what is the filming schedule for this season? Some of these boys got full beards going on. They like came in overnight. Like, so there has to be like a day or two in between. Uh-huh. I, 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 I've had this thought before about like their filming schedule because simply because whenever there's any kind of like live performance, like with the Rusical, mm-hmm. I feel like in every other version of the franchise, everything like at the very least they all know the choreography and they all seem really prepared but like yeah. with this rusical and with like the rusical in the first season and like even this challenge like it's like in all the other seasons are like you're gonna learn it today and film it tomorrow but there's actually like a weekend in between and they have like time yeah. to sit with it where they it feels like they have less time to me it's 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 wild. I mean, obviously, you're a performer. You you have theater experience. You know how uh-huh. to pick up uh, choreography. So if you got it in you, it, it should be fine. But some of these yeah. roles, that's not their background, and it shows. Uh-huh. And it's it's and and other versions of the franchise again. Like dancing isn't part of all of their like vocabulary, but mm-hmm. they still on the day of their filming they know it exactly. So I just don't know why that's not. It seems like this is the only one that that happens mm-hmm. in, that they don't yeah. know it. But yeah, there must have been like a day or two in between um, the previous episode and this one. Uh-huh. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dia had a full beard. Um, mm. Dia had a full beard. Isis, I was like, where? How? I didn't know some of these swings could grow facial hair, but congratulations, mm-hmm. girls. <laughs> Kendall is going to ask Eve if she believes that she should have been in the bottom. She says no because she thought her performance was safe. But she feels a win in the limpsick is still a win. As Cynthia says, it's like a win without the $5,000, mm-hmm. which is the team. Tracy enters the workroom after a country-themed message from Rue. Her line as she enters the room, hey, Flops, daddy's home. So basically, that is how I'm going to be entering the room here on out. Thank you, Tracy. She gathers the girls around because it's time to partner up and have the talk. They will partner up and get into sex educator quick drag and give a lesson on safe and oh so pleasurable lessons on sex. Since everyone loves a hands-on tutorial, their friends at Trojan have provided an assortment of condoms, lubricants, and vibrations. Have fun, but make sure we learn something. They get into 20-minute quick drag. Oh my god, this was not the, the, the challenge I was expecting or wanting or would like to keep in my memory, I don't think. Yeah, 
uh, it's just it's just pretty clearly a, a, a Trojan product placement. Amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it always makes me wonder, um, like, what kind of advice they're giving them before this. Because some of them are being very clear, like, mm-hmm. this is what this kind of lubricant is for. And it's like, were these things planted for them to say, like, work this in at some point? Right, right. It's, imp- it's important for the brand. They really wanted us to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, great. Um, I, it's just, I don't know. I, I think versions of this have been done that have been really funny. Like the the makeup tutorials. Yeah. From, yeah, that was fun. But like, like this was just a little, felt a, a tad forced for me. It, it, you are absolutely right. Well, as they get ready, Pythia will note that they are all so hairy. Again, a comment I just made. They uh-huh. acknowledge it. I acknowledge it. It's a thing. But we arrive on the sex ed set. And well, it's, as you said, essentially a marketed campaign for Trojan products, which include bare skin condoms, magnums, H2O sensitive touch lubricant, and naked sensation condoms. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. So we're going to go group by group. Um, I know they kind of mashed them all together, but we're going to uh-huh. stay team by team um, and discuss right. their journeys. First off, we have Kamora and Isis. So essentially, Isis has dressed up as Miss Frizzle, and Kamora has the lumpiest pads and <laughs> not a lick of makeup on her face. Maybe a uh-huh. little like chapstick, but sure, sure. <laughs> okay. Um, they show them tricks with a cucumber and a condom. And before Ice can pick up a regular condom, Kamora swoops in for the big guys and says, Trojan Magnums always do you right. I mean, I guess she's not wrong. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, the two of them, um, it really felt like Kimora was driving mm-hmm. and um, Isis could not keep up. No, I think she was just so turned around because Kimora wasn't necessarily funny, but she was over the top and couldn't, con- mm-hmm. she couldn't control herself. Yeah. Um, so we learned what's the key to safe sex condoms. Why condoms. babies ain't fun. <laughs> Team. Um, I, w- I wish, I, I wish some, uh, drag mothers would understand that and take that into consideration, but so many drag babies in New York City nowadays. There are. There are. <laughs> Kamara will share that you need to know the difference in lube. Vaginally, a little bit of H2O. Anally, a little bit of silicone. Which is her favorite? Bitch the silicone. She had a good line. It was a good line. That was a good line. Also, I didn't know that. Neither did I. I did not either, so... Thank you yeah, I was for like, actually I teaching actually us. I learned something. So great. Exactly. Like, check that off of the, the list. Great. Yeah. Here we go. Next up, we have Cynthia and Gia. Cynthia is dressed as a very reserved lady in pink with those glasses with the extra thick lenses. And Gia is dressed up as a banana. She literally brought a banana suit with her to drag race. And somehow I'm a little aroused, but I will talk to my therapist about that on Monday. Cynthia has adopted a Minnesota accent and Gia gave a voice that has now eliminated said arousal. Not hot. That was a character choice. I, I, I didn't understand it. Um, personally, Either. I thought Cynthia was great. I, mm-hmm. I was really like, okay, great. This is like, cause a lot of the time in these kind of challenges, they want them, they say like to overact in these kinds of things. And after the fact, it feels like they don't want them to overact. They just want them to make like big choices. Yeah. Like Cynthia was like a realistic kind of 
person that might be teaching this information, which mm-hmm. made me like appreciate it more, I guess. There yeah. were, it was a nuanced performance of sexual education. Mm-hmm. Um, and the banana, I was just absolutely confused. I was like, oh, sure, I guess. I, I guess my question is, they were probably all advised that their, um, when they got their uh, package, that they need to bring some sort of teacher look or whatever. I'm not sure how Gia got banana out of that, uh-huh. but I, maybe, she, maybe she wore the teacher thing for something else and then was it's like, possible. oh, we'll just, you know. Still don't know why she would have brought a banana, but hey, if it fits, uh-huh. it, you might as well. Yeah. Well, we're going to learn that they tell us that consent is the most sexy part of sex. Cynthia tells us to keep a little bit loose at the tip for the semen at the end of the show to which Gia blows a raspberry. She did that. She 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 did that as the um, end of the show. <laughs> also, lube up because the train's not going into Tunnel Dry. That was a funny line. I enjoyed that mm-hmm. one, Cynthia. Yes. Now we're going to learn what an orgasm is. It is the big finish. Your body is quaking. <laughs> you forget what day it is. And we see Gia just edging the tip of her banana suit as she says something's coming. Cynthia will now get involved to jerking off Gia's tip. Comedy or are imitating life. I'm sure the two of them have done it before. They are friends. They're sisters. I yeah, I get the vibe. I mean, they're 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 very um, they're very they seem very friendly. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Me either. Well, Cynthia begins to crack up as Gia has her has put the condom on her banana tip, and then they show us how to use the condom as the banana inserts herself inserts herself into Cynthia. Things you can't forget. It was seen. Yeah. Can't burn it out. They went big. Yeah, they did. Next, we have Adriana and Pythia. Adriana has taken on the role of a nun, and Pythia is a lady stuck in the 80s, um, both time period and age. They will be talking about the vagina, and and are they sure the model that they pick is a vagina? Pythia wouldn't know. She doesn't have one. But they tell us to always have lubricant because them old ladies can get dry and dusty, and that's okay. And finally, we have Eve and Kendall. Eve is decked out in pale pink suit, a black bob glasses, and a terrible New York accent. Meanwhile, Kendall is serving Jungle Kitty realness. No cohesion here whatsoever. I, I think they showed that pair for about 15 seconds in that exact exactly. thing. <laughs> I was Eve, like, oh, I forgot about the two yeah. them in this. <laughs> Eve shares that in school, they showed them to use a condom on a banana, but in her experience, it's been more like an eggplant. Come on, girl. Good line. <laughs> a very good line. And then we watch Kendall lube up a banana, and then she and Eve deep throat said banana. And like Tracy, um, I think we all need cold showers after that challenge. Yes. Now, <sighs> if you had to do this challenge, what would your costume have been? What kind of character would you have put on? I mean, going off of like what you said, like likely like a, a teacher, I think I would have probably tried to bring like a lab coat of some kind. Mm-hmm. I think I would have been very clinical about everything. Yeah. And then I, I, I love like the, that juxtaposition of like a professional saying like ridiculous things, but in like a very stern way. I think that would yeah. probably be the route I would go. Nice. Well, Trace reveals the winners are Cynthia and Gia. And I feel like just airtime, it was the right decision. Yes, absolutely. They will win $1,000 in cash and $500 worth of pleasure products from Trojan. Not a terrible prize. Well, like $500 worth of set. Like, what are you going to do with all of it? <laughs> it's a lot. I, yeah, I'm sure they have 
good use for it. I don't know. <laughs> well, have you ever had your heart broken by a roughneck Romeo? Maybe he left you for his cousin. Well, if you're not ready to make nice and it's time to pay the price for this week's Maxi Challenge, they will transform into country pop girl groups. As a slightly low-key loving country music fan, I was here for it. I, I enjoy country music. Are you a country music fan? Um, I really like older country music, mm -hmm. like Patsy Cline, Lynn Anderson, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and today, like I, I, I will take a, um, I will take a Casey Musgraves. Mm -hmm. I, I will take a, I will take a Chicks. I will take um, the occasional Taylor Swift. Uh, but in terms did you, of like, did you stream all of Red again, Taylor's version? No, me either. Me either. Um, I'm not. Just, I mean, just based on all the other music, it's all it sounds the same to me. So I'm just like exactly. And I don't know well. I don't know it well enough to distinguish the differences, so it doesn't really. Same. Yeah. Um. But yes, I like country music on a good day, but yeah. most of it is not my my favorite thing yeah, yeah I, I enjoy country music my brother really got into it um and because he would play it so much i would warn things i still make fun of mm -hmm. it and say they all sound the same especially the men but for me i mean uh who, who is a gay and doesn't love dolly parton oh oh i love dolly parton yes of course so i i love dolly i mean i did a, a digital show which was a dolly tribute i'm always going to have a little love for country music mm -hmm. but their breakup song they will be performing is called by flop they will work in two teams and be mentored by Biff Naked. Are you familiar with her? No idea. Not a clue. Neither. <laughs> Sorry nope. to this man. Um, she is a Canadian music legend. Knew nothing. But we'll get to yeah. her in a bit. As the winners of the mini challenge, Cynthia and Gia will be the team captains. Cynthia selects Kendall, Kamora, and Eve. Gia takes Pathia, Isis, and Adriana. Interesting teams, but not uh -huh. too surprising the order that they were selected. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. The girls are going to break up into their country pop groups, and we learn that the song is a fun take on flops in music history and a revenge song that's country, y'all. Eve has a group name for them. It's a little hokey, but she goes with the Dosey Hoes. I'll say it right now, it's the best thing that has come out of Eve's mouth all season. Fabulous <laughs> job. It. I love I like it. that name. That was a good name. Me too. Very cute. Eve thinks the other group is all terrible. She hates them all and can't wait to watch them all crash and burn. Her humor just is not resonating with, I don't uh -huh. think, anybody. Um, but, hey, that you said it on Drag Race. They can't take it out. It's your fault. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gia's team is cohesive in the sense that they are all wearing a different kind of black hat. Gia has a beret. Pathia has a beanie. Adriana <laughs> has a fedora. And Isis has a baseball cap. Coincidence? I think so. Do you are you a hat person? What kind of hat would you have? Um, if I was a hat person, I'm not really a hat person. The only time I wear hats is when I don't have time to do my hair. Then it's just a, a black baseball cap. So I guess I would have been there. in this group. There, there you go. <laughs> well, Isis finds the group an odd pairing and thinks as long as Pathia and Adriana can keep up with her and Gia, they'll be fine. I found this a very interesting comment because isn't Pathia the one who did well in the Rusical challenge. Yeah. She was great. She was actually one of the best, if not the best part of the Rusical. I mean, I she won the week. Oh, yeah. She did. So I'm not sure she was why. Good. Yeah, I don't know why Isis made this comment, but. Yeah. Okay. Gia wants to keep it country with the group name, and she's going to learn in this moment what spurs are, because I guess she does not know country at all. Uh huh. 
Katia wonders if the group, the other group clash with their big personalities. Well, the Dosi Hoes are going to meet up with Tracy and she loves the name. Cynthia is happy with her group and she is comfortable in their roles of leadership, but she knows if they fail, all eyes are on her. Tracy asks if they have any experience with breakups and Kamora speaks the truth. Men are lying, cheating assholes. And what does that rhyme with? Doesn't matter. Just say that. that that's the line. It's the truth. Yeah. Hate men. Hate it men. is. Eve writes songs and lyrics, so she's got this, right? Well, she's going to give us a taste of her verse, and honestly, it was promising. Um, she just wants to redeem herself after the last singing challenge, so she's going to rap. Mm -hmm. Which I, I think is it's an interesting choice. Mm -hmm. um, just, I think just in general, in general with Eve, um, there are just some personalities that like just like don't read very well on television. Yep. And I, I think that's just kind of what's happening. <sighs> Even when she it's, was, we'll it's, get there. What's we'll interesting there. is she has a self-deprecating humor, which we all love. Every There are a lot of people we admire and adore who have self-deprecating humor, mm -hmm. but there's a way that they approach it. I've, I, for me, like someone like Trixie Mattel, that's self-deprecating humor but she does it in a way that is comical. You know what the Eve difference does, is? What is I it? Think, I think the difference is um, with like that kind of thing. Um, it's the difference between a person who believes what they're saying and a person who doesn't. I think Trixie Mattel, uh, she loves herself very much. So all the self-deprecating humor is all like fiction. But with Eve, I think there is a little bit of that in her. her I, and mm -hmm. I've been thinking about this since I've been watching it. Her, when I watch her like interacting with people, her energy reminds me of like James Mansfield almost in that oh, one episode. Like that person that kind of is like there and is like, I shouldn't be here. I really shouldn't be here. I'm, I'm concerned and I have to hide it somehow. And it's like, they're just sitting there like trying to distract themselves and they're, they're not, they don't feel present. It doesn't feel like yep. they're there. You absolutely nailed it. No, I think you absolutely nailed it mm -hmm. with the Trixie thing and the James thing. Um, and I think Eve just needed more time or needed uh, to know herself before she put herself on TV. Because yeah. putting yourself on TV, you're exposing everything. And sometimes there's you're not ready for that exposure. And I'm not, exactly. I'm not sure you and there. You're not going to know until you're there, I think. is Because exactly. you can imagine it as much as you want. But until you're actually there in the space, seeing what other personalities you're interacting with you're not really going to know, which is a scary thing. And mm -hmm. like all the comments she was, she's been making in the past episodes, like every time I complain about something, it's not like a therapy session. It's like, well, then you shouldn't have signed up for this because like 90% of the job <laughs> exactly. talking about feelings and having people be like, well, how do you feel about this? Well, how do you feel about this? Like, it seems like, again, like you're saying, like maybe she wasn't ready or didn't know exactly what she was getting into. Exactly. Well, speaking of people you know and, and, and personalities you're going to mesh with, Cynthia and Kendall have girl group history together. For mm -hmm. Kendall, they are some of her fondest memories in drag. Cynthia believes that everyone has to have a voice in the group and you go from there. Celebrate everyone's strengths. Obviously, they are referring to the Brat Pack. Um, I'm still waiting for the big reveal as to um, Cynthia's uh, departure from the Brat Pack. For those who don't know, I believe she left in like 2018, 2019-ish, and she basically stopped doing drag, and Drag Race is the reason she started drag again, which is why Kendall and Gia had those reactions, because she literally came back from the dead. 
I did not know that. Yeah, it's it's a wild tale. I'm really hoping we get to hear about it. But last time I thought uh-huh. we were going to hear about um, off-screen uh, drama, um, uh, we didn't get it on Drag Race España with Sagittaria and uh-huh. Face. Uh-huh. Oh, I wanted to know about the boyfriend drama. Anyway. <laughs> we have Gia and friends reveal themselves as the Giddy Girls. Okay, cute. Mm-hmm. It's kind of country. It's kind of a, a riff of Kitty Girl. Uh, Gia is liberated to not have any of the Brat Pack girls with her. She is ready to bring it on. Adriana reveals that her inspiration is her as a crazy bitch when she was younger. But she's going to try to turn that as a positive. That Um, was a very weirdly vague comment. I was like, what do you mean by that? I I have a feeling Adriana was one of those people where if she was broken up with, um, like or cheated on like she was Carrie Underwood she would like slash Got the it. tires sure. and key the car okay. um I as i've learned <laughs> as i've learned colombians are very fiery um and it's not out of the ordinary okay great <laughs> Bethia is going to sing about moving on and rapping about bad bitch energy two things that don't seem to mesh together but you'd go girl sure yeah so is anyone worried about the choreo? And Isis says, no, but insert record scratch here. She's triggered. Remember that last <laughs> challenge? Well, we're not going to talk about it. She doesn't want to talk about it. Bad. Bye, bad. <laughs> so the girls arrive on the main stage and see Canadian legend Biff Naked. Uh, so what I've learned is she is known for alternative pop punk, very relevant in the 1990s. Think of her as like the brunette Canadian Gwen Stefani. Okay. Great. I, I that, that was kind of her vibe. From like when she would like sing a little bit, I'd be like, oh, you do like yeah. angsty different stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. Now this yeah. this reference is probably too old for you because you, you you seem very young, but apparently she appeared on TRL in um at some point. I, I, was I, like, know I don't of remember TRL. that. You know of it, but you probably didn't watch I it. I know of TRL. <laughs> no, I don't I don't believe that I watched it. No. <laughs> I was in high school, uh, middle school and high school. I'm not that old. I'm old, but not that old. But <laughs> The Dosi Hoes are up first to record their verses and they are ready to sing their hearts out. Eve goes first and I, her lyrics are good, but she's just not grasping the coolness of the song. She ran uh-huh. out of breath as she is spitting out a very fast story. She needs to bring the confidence with a lipstick on the mic and just give her filters reverb and autotune and she'll be fine. I was like, okay, maybe we're going to get something promising out of Eve. I, but I thought the lyrics were good. And they were like fun. And I feel like a lot of country music does often take like a storytelling Mm -hmm. route. So I thought the lyrics, the lyrics were great. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, yeah, it's just like a lack of like confidence, like going into it. Cause like, again, like, because it's like a breakup song, it's like a story about defiance in some way. So there needs to be a little bit of force and she just like, wasn't really bringing it. And again, like rely, like, expecting the the producers to fix it is probably not the exactly best plan B. There, there's something about being in front of a microphone that just makes you feel like you have power even whether you're uh-huh. hosting a show or even like just this microphone i just feel like a different person with a mm-hmm. microphone she just she doesn't grasp that she doesn't have that confidence i guess mm-hmm. and you would think I, she would she's a freaking performer and she said like again the first episode the comment heard around the world. She's like, I'm a singer. So like, <laughs> it, it, it seems like, it, it seems like she like has a, a, like a fine voice, but she isn't like, again, she's not like putting the gas right. into it. 
Tamara and her pigtails are giving you butch country queen. Um, we don't really hear much from her, but she's definitely giving you a vibe that's unlike literally anyone else in this cast. It's yes. a choice. I, the thing that I wish, um, I know they're trying to like, like uh, keep the song a surprise, but I wish we could hear what they're hearing when they're yes. recording. Because mm-hmm. there's like, oh, this person's like not getting the rhythm. And it's like, I can't tell. Exactly. I don't know if that's true or not. I will I will say I'm usually on board with that comment, but there was one time that we didn't get it and I and the payoff was worth it. And that was with UK Hun when we uh-huh. heard Ahora do the bing bang bongs. So you're like, what the fuck is this? She's gonna be terrible. Then you hear the uh-huh. song, you're like, oh, this uh-huh. is brilliant. So one uh-huh. out of like every other time is worth, but yeah. you're absolutely right. So Kendall is starstruck and very stuck in a country twang with no rhythm lasso that beat she's living Uh her best life but she is not really hitting it how she thinks it's supposed to go sometimes overconfidence is not the best i would just like to say i think she could absolutely be a voiceover actor fully her her performance in the rusical and in this i'm like your voice it would be so good for like a cartoon character what you mean like drag tots of course, everyone's favorite cartoon, Drag Tots. Hey, Jimbo made the crossover. Work. I'm sure Kendall could do it too. Um, I agree. <laughs> but I again, while the the verse <laughs> rhythmically was just completely incorrect, I don't even know how she arrived at that place. Honestly, I don't. Neither do I? I I love her energy so much. I really, really love Kendall. Me she too. seems like. Again, like a very like sweet person. She seems like a wonderful person to work with. She's mm-hmm. always really like positive. She approaches everything like you're saying, like with a confidence. So even if it's not like right, exactly, she's still like doing it. You know what I mean? It's true. Well, Cynthia is proving to me to be one of the most superb vocalists in franchise history. And I really want her and Trixie to record a song together. I don't know what it's going to be about, what what kind of music video it's going to be, but I would like to see the two of them do a country song together. Yeah. Her voice is very pretty. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, and it's not, it's not like she's doing anything like insane, but her voice is just very, very pretty. Like it's very pure. And it's, it's definitely has that musical theater vibe, which we know mm-hmm. she has a background in. And Norton, we've seen a lot of Queens on drag race have, Theater backgrounds, but really like to rift the rafters, um, Jan's uh-huh. Um, and it it's it's sometimes not everyone's favorite, but mm-hmm. I've not heard a single person not like Cynthia's voice. I've seen more people commenting on Cynthia's voice than anyone else's in uh from the show. And yeah. like I think that that's a really testament to her. So I, I, mm-hmm. I hope someone will sign her for at least an EP. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, as a drag queen, what her music would sound like. Um, yeah. But I, 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 would be, I would listen to it. I would be curious to know. I think she's 10 years too late. I think she would have been fine like the Katy Perry era. She's a little uh, too late for that right now. I mean, Katy Perry dyed her hair back to black. I mean. Oh, that, that, that is true. Oh, my be, God. We could, California we could dreaming. Cal- <laughs> California girls. All right. So we have Biff telling her to go a little higher with her voice. And then we just get country gold with it. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, she has the ability to make music happen. 
Yes. But now it's time for the Giddy Girls to record. Gia is in an octave I wish wasn't as high as she was. And even Biff is like, you need to harmonize here. And I was like, are we doing the Grace Kelly Mika TikTok challenge? But really badly? <laughs> are you familiar I, with the Grace Kelly TikTok challenge? I, I'm sure I would be if you explained it to me. <laughs> Um, so basically, um, if if you're not if you don't know who the singer Mika is, he had a hit uh-huh. song in 2007 called Grace Kelly, yes. and I guess it's resurged on TikTok where um, people are taking the chorus of the song and recording themselves doing like six part harmony of it. Oh, is it and the I Give Me Brown? Yeah, that mm-hmm. one. Yes, yes. And there's it. one of uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, which is the one that made yes. it completely blow up. Um, but so I one. think uh, Gia was trying to do it here and she really was, she wasn't giving it to me. Um, they were kind of giving her a eh, edit and I was a little worried. I mean, I will say, I don't know what experience she has like in voice lessons or singing in general. Um, her instrument is very impressive. Yeah. Her range is very, very high, which is something that a lot of people want. Um and like, and again, in the musical, I thought her performance was really excellent. Um, and she was the only one who did get attitude for it. Oh, she did. Yeah, because she did the um, the the rock star, so they had to adjust her mic a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that was what it was. But um, it seems like to me, just in terms of like physical ability, she mm-hmm. has like a lot to offer. Yeah, and maybe she absolutely. just needs to like take some lessons or something like that, just to, like fine tune or like get to know her instrument a little bit better but I think again because I couldn't hear the music that was like one of the points I was like I can't tell if she's singing something wrong or they're just not playing the music and making it sound wrong Mm -hmm. um but no I think I think she's got something I do yeah she just needs to be I mean she wants to be a pop star so hashtag future goals we'll see what happens um Isis Isis has lyrics that include Jack Be Nimble, Jack Be Quick. And I'm pretty sure that I've included those lyrics in a song that I wrote, but she got hers out first. So I guess great minds you can have it. Uh-huh. Um, but she does very well and she's very mask. Very, very, uh-huh. very mask. Energy is very um, unexpected. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm not, I'm not angry about it. I'm not at all. Just, I'm just assuming this is where her character for this challenge is going. Fully. Adriana is getting lost in her words and she is overestimating her tongue. She's giving you Spanish, French, in addition to English, and now it's just time to cut some syllables. And to make her, her work through this, Gia is giving her some encouragement as team leader, but Adriana is afraid if she can't figure it out on her own, she will be in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Finally, Pythia is staying true to her, but she needs a little more energy. But Biff guides her to find a new ending, and now she's feeling like Shania Twain. And Biff just wants to join their band. I mean, who doesn't? We all want to be a, in a little pop group, right? Of course. That would be incredible. So much would fun. you would you want to create a uh, pop group in drag? Maybe. I I don't I if love, it happens, I love, it happens. I love a group scenario. I really do. I just don't know like what it would be. I don't know what that would look like. That's I can't fair. even imagine it, honestly. That's fair. All right, we're going to do some choreo where they get to choreograph themselves. And the Dosi hoes mm-hmm. are ready for a hoedown. Eve is a singer, according to her, but she is not a dancer. But she hopes that the choreo is simple yet effective. Mm-hmm. Kendall has an idea for the intro. Cynthia picks it up from there. And Eve and Kimura are eventually just going to find their way. 
Cynthia and Kendall know how to do girl group and they are just dominating. And Kamora thinks there are just too many cooks in the kitchen. But when in doubt, box step. Mm -hmm. That's the team. <laughs> Cynthia is getting a little bit of pushback from Eve and she's feeling a little frustrated because she's not getting any suggestions from her. And that was the moment I was like, okay, so this is when we're in danger. Cynthia's going to have some explaining to do because this is definitely the weaker team. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think like Cynthia's um, approach of everybody having um, a say works really well when you're planning mm -hmm. and when you're deciding just like the foundation of everything. Yeah. But in practice, when you have a limited amount of time to teach something it needs to be memorized and like mm -hmm. when you get into details you cannot be accepting other people's um it's true. are you I, a choreographer oh yes <laughs> i have i have, a, I have an ex, i have an extensive dance background so choreography kind of comes naturally i just like take bits and pieces of things that i've learned over the years and i just mm -hmm. put together um and i think in this kind of scenario I would flat out from the beginning as the team leader be like, hi everyone, I'm choreographing this. Um, if, yeah. we, if we do something that you cannot physically do, tell me. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep it as simple as possible and as clean as possible. And I'm not interested in hearing anyone's opinions. I think that's how you have to approach it. I agree. It just seems like, because again, like when you're deciding what everything's going to be, sitting around the table, make your voice heard. And then the leader should be able to apply that Exactly. And then make something of it. Yeah. The giddy girls are giddy coming in. Gia has a background in girl groups. So she has taken the lead. She asks them all to show off their favorite dance move. And then she will incorporate said dance moves into the number. No one wants to offer suggestions. So it doesn't seem wrong. And Bethia is worried about being engulfed by the other team's big personalities. So they just have to bring it. And I will say, watching them do their choreo, it's like, oh, they are very tidy. They're they're very like mm -hmm. small. I hope they can make an impact. Yeah. Well, it is everyone's favorite day. It is elimination day. They're getting ready, and they have to have a little kiki first. They all love their groups, and Adriana is feeling like topping this week. Good for you, Kendall. <laughs> though, uh, says her blouse is giving her bottom. We love bottom <laughs> stereotypes, don't we? Oh yeah. Kamora likes country music as it has roots in black culture, as does mm -hmm. rock and roll. Adriana had no idea. Yeah. I agree. And Adriana had no idea and thanks her for this tidbit. Kamora says that Black History Month should be 365 days a year and not just a month. And the irony here, that's all we heard. Why, why, why not extend this conversation further? Like, fuck all the other conversations. This is the one I want to hear. Uh -huh. This is definitely the most important. Absolutely. I agree. It's like the importance of black history and, and the black culture into music and you're giving it two lines. Editors, uh -huh. nah. Let's hope Kamara gets a little more to say next week. Uh-huh. Hopefully. But Isis is going to tell us about her interesting drag family. Her younger brother is her drag daughter. She used to sneak him into the clubs to carry her bags and he was just in awe. When he became legal age, he asked her to be his drag mom and after that, he got in drag. She says the first four years of them doing drag together, Isis was doing her makeup. Her name is Savannah Couture. And we see a picture. And frankly, I don't see a family resemblance. But I was like, wow. But you know what I did see? What did you see? That 
Nutso Bananas Facetune job. Did you yes. see that? I yes. was like, who's that? <laughs> yeah, it was. Unhumanly large eyeballs. Could you imagine a world? Could you imagine a world where we didn't have Facetune? I just could. I I paused it and I was like, oh my God. Maybe there is a real family resemblance. Yeah, maybe there is a family resemblance in person, but that picture was not giving it whatsoever. At all. At all. My gosh, that that really geeked me. (laughs) We now learn that Cynthia's dad is, in fact, gay. He realized his identity later in life, and we see Cynthia and her dad from a while ago, and honestly, damn... Baby twink Cynthia could get it. She was really cute when she was younger. I was like, okay, okay. Cynthia says it was not easy for a queer father to understand their queer son. They were essentially coming out of the closet at the same time. And Cynthia didn't know what he was doing, didn't know he was trying to conceal this about himself. So there was never any dialogues. She tries to push him to be more confident, but he's a victim of his times with Catholic guilt running deep. And I was like, that is... That's really fascinating and a really important um, discussion to have because there are a lot of men who come out later in life because of their time and their age. Yeah, I think this is such like an interesting um, relationship just in mm-hmm. general. Like that's so, it's not something you hear yeah. about ever really. So Cynthia says she inspires him and this is why she is here. She wants to show an authentic open life She's excited to share this experience with him as he adores Drag Race. Now, after hearing Cynthia's story, after hearing Isis' story, it's like, I hope the makeover challenge is family members. I want to see oh them. Me too. That'd be so cool. If, you, so if, cool. If, if, if there was a makeover challenge and it was family member for who you had to make over, who would you pick? I have a twin sister. There you so go. Probably her. And what, what, what would her drag Ooh. name be? um i'd have to pick another another brady bunch family member like cindy or something i'd give her like pigtails and she'd be Cindy. there you go that's cute cindy 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 there you go (laughs) well the girls do a yeehaw to get pumped and well um i'm just gonna give a shout out to dear friend of the podcast poison envy uh yeehaw twink on twitter for your daily dose of yeehaws um just don't look at it at work (laughs) all right we are going to head to the runway. Brooklyn Heights is doing her best Shania Twain Stan impersonation with leopard print. I just got to say it. I hate exposed corsets so much. It's a boot for me. She's been looking so good except for this one. It depends on the corset, I think. I didn't I didn't hate this week. Um, but I wasn't like... <sighs> right. She's no. been giving us some incredible things. This one was not the uh-huh. So we're going to have Brad, Tracy, and Biff naked on the panel this week. We're going to start off and discuss our two girl group performances of Mm -hmm. Flop, starting with the Giddy Girls. Off the bat, they look great with a black cohesion with the cowboy hats and each bringing their own flair, whether it's animal print or chaps or boots. But I will say, if you told me these were a bunch of country moms on a country night out on the town thinking they were hot shit and just going out getting drunk... I believe you. I also would like to see this as a Hollywood movie because it would be so camp. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking, I'm looking at the, <laughs> the, the, the group behind you as we speak. Um, 
Yeah, this the first group just in general, like you said, it's very, very cohesive. The look was cohesive, the choreography was clean, all the none of the lyrics were like yeah. blindingly terrible. Although I will say the lyrics of the chorus are so strange to me. But um you're gonna witness you're gonna witness me leave. I'm like, is that I, I maybe I'm like missing a reference or something, but like it felt like just like the chorus of that song was like 12 different songs squished yes, together. Very much um, so. So many different like elements going on at once. I agree. Well, I thought Gia was quite strong with her confidence and story. She mm-hmm. kept it simple. Um, I did not love how they ended up mixing her singing part, but it wasn't her and it was it was what it was. Yeah, sure. Isis really brought a butch cowboy and I love that she had a lasso as part of her look. Mm-hmm. Lassos are cool. Um, and yeah, so when they got to their first chore- chorus choreo, I liked that they did do like a little pair off do do type thing. Um, but I felt like the spacing was not right. Maybe it was just the angle of the camera, but there was just way too much stage space in the middle. Um, and it just didn't feel fully cohesive. So maybe uh-huh. it was the editing or just the way they were shot. There was something a little off. And again, they were talking about bigger personalities for the other team. This was the moment I was like, okay, they are the smaller personality team. Uh-huh. Um, they are, but again, like sometimes that's that can work in your favor, I think. Sure. Especially with something like this, where more than anything, they're not really looking for your personality. They're looking for... Sure your ability to execute material um, and your personality is in the words you wrote. Right. And as long as you're just like delivering the words and the way that you would deliver them, like it's, you don't really have to add much. So I think in a challenge like this, that might actually be, it's like a less is more kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I think for the whole thing across the board, that's, that's generally the best way to play it because absolutely if you try and shove too much in your verse, you're going to forget something. If you make the choreography too complicated, you're going to forget something. So it was, if things are simple and clean, mm-hmm. that's going to show so much better than something like ostentatious or anything like that, you know? I mean, there, there is a reason why we all know the choreo for uh, Break Up Bye Bye. There's a reason why we know the choreo for UK Hun. It's because they kept it simple and kept mm-hmm. it tight for them. So... Girls, if you're getting on the show and going to be doing a girl group challenge, come up, come up with some ideas beforehand because it's mm-hmm. just like writing lyrics. You know it's going to be part of the show now. Give us something that the audience is going to be able to adapt to. Exactly. Adriana was funny, and the fact that she had a character I thought was really smart. Uh, mm-hmm. She was a bit off with her lip sync, and it wasn't really that in sync, but I did love her energy. Um, again, could have been the uh-huh. editing here. And I, I loved the lyrics, the cannibal part. I was like, uh, oh, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It was very good. I haven't been the hugest Adriana fan this season, but, um, this challenge has been, I think my favorite thing that she's done so far. Absolutely. Then we get new chorus choreo for, um, the second chorus, which I thought was a very interesting choice. Um, uh-huh. Again, if you're trying to give us something that the audience will be able to do and emulate, if if you are the winning team, that you're going to have to go tour it because that's what RuPaul tells you to do. Um, uh-huh. You want the audience to do it. but So I thought it was a really interesting choice to change it up here. That being said, I thought this was the stronger of the two chorus, uh, choreos. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I really I like what you're saying about, especially with this kind of thing, there needing to be kind of like a a hoedown throwdown element mm-hmm. of people being like, oh, that's that dance. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think the second. I mean, let's let's be real. We all know my Hannah Montana's hoedown throwdown. We we can do the oh, yeah. the core. Oh God, that's I'm embarrassed. I even just admitted that. Sorry, friends. No, no, I am <laughs> like the hugest Hannah Montana fan. Are you? Like, you have no idea. I ha- I have a Hannah Montana shirt in my closet right now. I, I almost love wore it. it. I almost <laughs> wore it, but I didn't. I love um, that. So, I mean, I lo- any Hannah Montana, I will take it. I'm here for it. Well, Pathea is living her Shania Twain fantasy. I needed a little more energy from her, but she she's just very subdued, mm-hmm. which is very interesting because she is a big personality. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I could have I could have had a little bit more, but um, but again, like her, I felt that her her lyrics were strong, and she wasn't like doing anything incorrectly. So yeah. I'm okay with it. I am a sucker for a key change. So thank you. I need more. <laughs> um, I love a key change, but I'm going to say it. I kind of like the song. I hate who the vocalist is on the chorus. I wish they had a better singer for this one. It sounded like a Dolly Parton, like impersonator. Yeah. It wasn't a real singer. It was, it was almost a joke and it needed to be a real singer. Uh huh. And I think that's what works with a lot of these other tracks. Like in the past, mm-hmm. they've had like Lizzo singing on, the tracks like for one of yeah. the one of the finales or something um and like that's what makes people actually want to listen to it i think i mean give us michelle visage she did it for uh down under she was fine on it i'll take it of course of course all right we got the dosi hose next and there is I'm, I'm sorry there is no cohesion with this group and their look but come mm-hmm. on kendall dressed up as sexy woody that's a that shoot. was great i love I, that I, I instantly knew it i was like okay well, she looks really good here I think I just saw the sleeve at the beginning and I was like, is someone just a share from Clueless? Like, what is going on? And I was like, yeah. oh, oh, it's Woody. Okay, it's okay. Woody. Um, um, Eve thought she was Dolly and it was the right move for her, but she just didn't capture it. I thought she looked, yeah, I thought she looked great. But again, mm-hmm. like, very low energy. Like, I was like, whoa, wake up, wake up. Lamora looked like she got the country assignment and said, nah, I'm going to do me instead. <laughs> Not for me. It's a no dog. Uh-huh. The choreo for their chorus was easy. Even if Eve didn't suck, it could have been good. But she was so off. I, I mean, I wasn't thrilled with the choreography in general. I liked that they kind of tried to incorporate like a line dance kind of yes. element to it. I thought that was really smart. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, there were just like so many like little tiny things mm-hmm. that I don't think for things like this, you want a lot of like big sweeping looking kind yeah. of thing. I think little tiny details aren't the best thing, especially if you don't, especially if you're not sure everyone's going to be together. You want to have like things be like big, simple, like big poses instead mm-hmm. of like little like footwork. A point um, and walk goes a long way. Exactly. And a strong formation goes a long way. Um, the thing that really stuck out to me about this group is that there's a lot of like dead space in the music. Yes. Like there was a point where it was right before Kendall's verse where like she made like an angry face and then they cut to Brooklyn Heights and they cut back to her and it still there's- hadn't started. Yeah. And I was like, 
we gotta get some I don't know ad libs or or something. It's and interesting. Just, it's, it's you. Interesting. Interesting. You say that because if you go back to some of the UK um, challenges, the losing team falls into this trap as well. So mm-hmm. it's almost like the producers are really setting them up for something. But yeah, you are absolutely right. There was some dead moments. I was like, I'm uncomfortable. I don't know how I'm supposed to be feeling here. But it's speaking like, of Kendall, yeah, such good conviction. No matter what, she is absolutely captivating to watch. Were uh-huh. her lyrics good? No. They were not. I'm she the was good. <laughs> so bad. Um, Cynthia is a star. That voice could be on country radio. Um, mm-hmm. So pure. So good. I did like the partnering, uh, though it was very quick in their group. And again, as you said, it, it needed the line dancing was right. It needed more of it um, because mm-hmm. in the key change, that was what we all going to do together. And they just didn't nail it. They were not a cohesive group. Mm-hmm. And it's disappointing because I wanted Cynthia to be in the other group and someone else in this one just so Cynthia could shine. But this is the way cookie crumbles. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just, there's just like little like fundamental things that I think people need to understand going into these challenges that if they mm-hmm. miss, it just like really stands out. Absolutely. All right. Well, category is monochromatica futuristic pop princess. In Wait, honor of the runway, them. I know, right? I just have to say I do too. that theme. Mono, first of all, I love monochromatic look. I love mm-hmm. it. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Mo- like when like everything is the same color, stunning. And then Chromatica and the future pop star. I love it all. I think it's yeah. genius. Well, in runway. honor of the runway, we are going to play "Stupid Love" or nine one one. So that's our version of "Toot Boot." Um, now, right. like, before before we get into it, I, I, there is one look that I was like, oh, that is a Marshall, Marshall, Marshall look. Um, well, I will tell you which one it is when we get to it. But okay. We'll see if we're on the same page. Um, <laughs> if you had to do this challenge, what color would you pick? Oh, my gosh. Um, I love a lilac. So, mm-hmm. like, something similar, like, kind of what you would wear. I love lilac and I love yellow. Um, probably one of, or, like, a baby blue, one of the two. Okay. All right. Or pink. I don't know. <laughs> the colors. I have no idea. All right. We're going to start with Adriana. Look by Domino Couture. Hair by Scarlett uh-huh. Harris. Evans. Necklace by Yannick Rockstar. She's not giving me the blues. This was stunning. I think for me, what screams Chromatica and Future are the materials. Yes, mm-hmm. how this look is cut brings you straight there, but the metallic blue on the bodysuit and boots and fascinator were exactly what the assignment called for. The blue fur pelts were a lovely addition. I didn't know I needed Usually, I'm not a fan of color lips, but the blue lips tied the, in with the matching eyeshadow and the mask. Excellent. But what sent it over the top was she painted on the mask lines. It's in the detailing that sold it. Um, mm. This was a great start to this runway. I just wish at some point she took the fur off. Sure. I felt like there were parts of the outfit that I did see, which I didn't mm-hmm. love. And I also don't love when people throw on something that resembles a ponytail and they said that they're giving Ariana, they're giving Arianka, Ariane. Um, she looks, she, I, I think she looks great. Um, but again, Ariana, I don't know. But yeah, I wouldn't say Ariana. I feel like maybe it's a lost in translation. That's the only reference she could pull out of her ass in the moment. Um, sure. But no, it was, it, it was definitely giving me Chromatica vibes. It was definitely mm-hmm. giving me future vibes. So she, she yes. sold it for me there. I yes. will give it a stupid love. 
I will give it a stupid love as well. Yes. Audience was 93% stupid love, 7% 9-1-1. Now, before we move on, what is your favorite song off of Chromatica? Oh my gosh. I mean, love rain on me, my God. But aside from that, because that's just kind of like the obvious one in my head. Um, I love um, Replay, great song. Replay is good. I do love 911. Um, off of the uh, new, the remix version, I love Fun Tonight. That's so much fun. I love Plastic Doll with Ashniko. Mm-hmm. That was so my, my, my Lady Liberty Queen of the Night uh, number. Nice. I did it with Chucky. Love it. Plastic All right, doll. next up, Isis Couture, Look by Isis. Um, so we saw She-3PO on Drag Race UK this week, but this <laughs> is what I wanted out of this, that character. Ice is is giving you sexy robot club kid. Um, lemon and ketamine may claim inspiration for the pigtails and helmet, but I think Isis did it best. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, gold can be a very difficult color to play with because the material could look cheap as hell, but Isis mm-hmm. really picked the right fabrics and the right items to make this work. And those boots, I would topple over. There's no way I can stand in those things. Yeah, I love this. Um, I, I agree with what you're saying. The gold can be tricky. Um, but I really, really liked this. I loved how tall she was because mm-hmm. I, when I, when I watch her on television, she looks quite tiny to me. Yeah. Um, so seeing her like double in size was very, very cool. I loved the headpiece. If I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly, they're like pigtails, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love the pigtails. Um, yeah, I was, I was a fan of this. This was really great. Stupid love for me. Mm-hmm. Stupid love. Audience, 72% stupid love. 28% Next, we have Pythia, look by Hannah R. Fisher. I'm going to say that this is probably my least favorite look of Pythia's she served all season. I don't necessarily see Chromatica in this with the fabric she chose. The ruffles on the sleeves and the legs paired with the ruffle skirt just made her inflate a little bit. She's got lime green and dark green hair, and while they are totally monochromatic, they just didn't seem to sit well in my eye. For me, it wasn't the right color combo. So for me, overall, Pythia's look didn't wow me because we've mm-hmm. been wowed by her and this one just felt very flat. I think, first and foremost, I think it needed a, a headpiece or a hat or something because yeah. she didn't have anything. And it felt like, it felt incomplete. And it's just like, it was kind of like a highlightery kind of green. And I'm just not here for that in general. And like you're saying, like that, like it was the fact that it was so big on the bottom made the fact that there was nothing going on up here yeah. very apparent. It felt incomplete and I didn't like the color, so I wasn't crazy about it. For me, it's the first time I'm given to her. It's a 911 for Pathea, not my favorite. I, I think it's a a, a weak 911 for Pathea because the audience, 52% stupid love, 48% 911. Very mixed here. Yeah. Next up is Geometric. Look by Evan Clayton. Hair by Paris Hair. Slay. What a week for Gia. This was incredible. My favorite look of the runway. <laughs> it's an elevation of a cat suit that made it incredible. Again, she has the right materials to make her pop, and the purple is a brilliant color on her. The purple plastic on the breasts and shoulders and hips and arms were great. I would love to have seen it brought down a little more onto the leg just to have that one more level. The little microphone was a strong addition to tell that Android story and the hair. I know we are trending with stone hair and this is why it is stunning. The style is fun. Where the dark blue and purple stones were placed, give it so much dimension. This look really was out of this world. 
I love the little microphone. Yeah. That is like my favorite detail on the runway this whole week. I was like, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I love when people incorporate um, like hard materials into mm-hmm. things, especially like any kind of like armor, anything like that. I think that's just, I thought, I thought this was so gorgeous. And again, one of my favorite colors, I thought she looked stunning. Yeah. It, this was absolutely wonderful. Um, and again, she heard pop princess and that's why the microphone worked. Uh-huh. I mean, in the age of Britney is free. Who, who does it better than her? So really I, I thought this was great. This is a stupid love for me. Absolutely. A stupid love. Audience, 72% stupid love, 28% 9 28% of your followers need to open a magazine. I agree. <laughs> All right, next up we have Cynthia Kiss. Look by Vincent Hyun. Hair by Cynthia. Okay. I've been preaching materials and fabrics as a big element of how you make this runway work. Velvet, not what you would think would work, and yet I sincerely believe it does. Why? Because she chose the rolled gold and it blends with the pop star diva into the future because it is bringing you an intriguing texture. The cut of the sleeves helped the narrative, but I wish it could have been incorporated further into the look. There are a lot of throwback references to bring this into a future look a la like the Jetsons, but the pink shorts stop all productiveness. Mm-hmm. That being said, I really enjoy this look and this is the look I could see you rocking. Um, while I agree, I, I have a lot of velvet. I love velvet very much. I love, again, like I love the materials used. I don't see why she was saying like 60s. I didn't really get that. Um, Mm -hmm. I like sort of, if I squinted and like tilted my eyes, I, for me, it was the things that killed it were the shorts and the headband. I was like, that is a headband from CVS and you couldn't have made it out of velvet. What I think she was trying to do there and why I think she was giving saying 60s is I think she was trying to go kind of mod. She was trying to give you that British mod inspiration. But again, it was the wrong color and material to nail it because mod is bold, bold colors. This was not bold. Uh-huh. And I, I think, I don't know, like what, that shape is not what I think of when I think mm-hmm. of mod. And if you are going to do a headband, I don't think that is the headbands to use Fair. personally. That's fair, totally fair. I didn't hate it, but I would have done it differently. But I also understand why. I mean, Velvet in a headband signed me up. But that's why I'm like, this is totally you. I could see you. Exactly. Exactly. Brooklyn asks her if she feels responsible for the group being in the bottom. She says she felt the pressure knowing she was captain, but all their voices were heard and she sticks her guns and says no. Brooklyn says that it looked like everyone had a say in everything. Collectively, it was a mess. She did very well and her verse was great, but there was no unity on the runway. It's not enough for her. She wanted more volume. She also asked her to take her glasses off so she can see her face. Biff loves Velvet and she wants to rub her. Tracy said the choreography was disjointed. I liked it. I know maybe I'm like a little biased here, but I'm going to give it a stupid love. I will give it like a, a, a light stupid love as well. Um, the audience is so on not our side. 32% <laughs> stupid love, 60, 68% gotcha. 911. They, they, I was like, really? We hate this? Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kendall Gender, uh, look by Evan Clayton, hair by Sean Malmus. I see the Cardi B reference. 
uh-huh. but it really is too modern. Uh, this is incredibly safe, and I think we need to see Kendall push herself even further on her runway. We have seen her excel in the challenges, even if she hasn't been the best, but her runways have been lacking, and at this point, that may be the determining factor for the crown, and she's slumping a bit. Mm-hmm. That's where I am with this look. I don't have much to say. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, my phone. Um, I, um, I enjoy it. I'm seeing, like, the references that she's making. Like, uh, pop stars in recent days have been popularizing this kind of, like, three-quarter skirt around the back, little panty line in the front. Um, I, I'm, like, seeing references and I'm getting it. I Like you were saying, I think it just could have been pushed or made a little bit more interesting so it reads more as, like, futuristic. Also, can we pause yeah. for one second so I can plug my yeah. phone in? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. One second, please. I should have done this before. You're good. No worries. And bloop. We're in. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Perfect. Brooklyn feels like it's current pop princess and basic. She says her verse was her least favorite, but to watch her perform is always fun as she lights up the stage. Brad says the shape she created in the performance was amazing and wondered if it could happen in the runway as well. Tracy says her performance with Cynthia was strong, but not everyone was included. It's a 911. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a stupid love. I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with it. I just think it could have been pushed a little further or some of the shapes could have been different. Absolutely. Audience 31% stupid love, 69% (laughs) 911. All right. Next we have Eve 6,000 look by Lilando hair by Ophelia Mason eyewear by Silencia eyewear. So last week was her best and yet she surpassed it with this. I love Periwinkle as a base color for the monochromatic challenge. Mm-hmm. She has a bodysuit that was stoned to death. The moon glasses are my favorite, and I think I want a pair. Again, the stones in the hair are working wonders and giving it that futuristic feel. The asymmetry is actually working here, and I would love to see her just take it one step further with maybe like a one shoulder capelet or something. She was just missing the one more thing. And as Charity Shop Sue says, more is more. I love this look. The moon glasses, absolutely. I was like, where do I get these? Where do I get these? Right. It's so fun. I love the moon glasses, my God. And she looked amazing. Um, And with the asymmetry, I usually am not a fan of asymmetry. I think it just always looks weird and bad and like it sticks out. But it was asymmetric and I didn't notice, which is to me how I know it's, again, like cohesive and... Mm -hmm. um, the, the the way that it is fitted to her like drag body is like unbelievable. The color is great. I think she looks terrific. And absolutely, we keep seeing this from her. She has these like real like she clearly has great taste. Like she knows what she. Unless obviously I don't know if people are doing this for her, but um, I don't know. I mean, like she if she if she is designing all of this, she really knows what she's doing. She's a great eye. Um, and it's, so it's, it's, it's disappointing when you see her kind of like fall short in these other elements of this, because 
as a person who like sells himself like as a performer primarily they're like she's it's not like she's coming in saying like oh, i'm a look queen i want to be a model and that's all she's like i'm a performer i'm a singer and then like those are the places that she's falling short it's a little disappointing because you're like well, maybe you should start telling people you're a fashion queen because yeah. then uh, anything performance wise i'll be surprised and happy that you've exceeded their expectations absolutely yeah no i think what's interesting what you said is she does have a good style she knows how to at least collaborate with designers and say this is what's going to work for me and she's giving us good silhouettes and giving us really good body obviously the one time she super failed was when she did her own design challenge and couldn't do do it herself but other than Mm -hmm. that i think it really does show that she knows her body she knows her aesthetic you're right. I think she should change her tune and say she's a look queen. Yeah, maybe she'd just be a, a supermodel. Yeah. Like, make and listen, her we, find... we need we need more plus size models to really celebrate the body. Absolutely. Like, find a way to, like, tone down the makeup a little bit, make it a little more, like, glamour, and just, like, dive mm-hmm. in there. Work. Absolutely. A lot more money to be had, it's I'm sure. Brooklyn says the aesthetic is chef's kiss. She heard the lack of energy. She is frustrated. They have given her the most attention compared to anyone in the competition. Brad says she has taken the stone bodysuit and made it look cool. He loves the one shoulder and the different materials. The place where he stresses out is the performance. He knows once she pops it open, she will be a powerhouse. Tracy was excited to see her perform, but the choreo was a struggle. Eve says she's not a dancer, but Tracy says she is theatrical. And Biff says her performance was subtle, but it has to be theater. I love this look. It is a stupid love for me. Me too. Absolutely. I just, I don't love when they say things like, oh, but you're a theatrical person. Like being theatrical has nothing to do with dancing or like memorizing something and then doing it. And also again, like the, where she seemed to struggle from my perspective was again, those like little tiny, like footwork things. Yeah. And it's like, that's the fault of the, choreographer i would say You're right because i'm sure she made it very clear that she's not a dancer so doing anything intricate is not going to be beneficial to anybody with that background so absolutely but yes definitely stupid love the audience 72 percent stupid love 28 percent 911 and finally kimura amore um a smart queen knows how to make a look work from her own wardrobe this was not it though she has literally taken a pageant gown and tried to make it futuristic with simply her makeup and the earpieces Nude illusions on gowns are hard, especially when you can see the wrinkling and buckling. This was all my eye was drawn to. And the back, that pansy line is a beast. <laughs> I, and which I don't understand, because why would you even wear panties with a gown like that? I have no idea. Unless it's like a reveal, if she was possibly in lip sync, maybe that's what it was. But um, I don't know why on earth, when given monochromatic, you would choose white it just seems like the worst possible color choice for that right. prompt. Mm-hmm. And for, as in, in terms of it being futuristic, I just don't see uh, it. Wasn't there. It wasn't there it at wasn't all. There. Also, I just hate the, the white contacts with the white dress Same. and the white hair. It's a common and thing. And the white it's lips. For, it's, it's, like, it's not the first time it's happened. Right. And like, I feel like, for example, you take like, um, the frozen runways from mm-hmm. season 13 was it 13 or 12 12 12 like jan i feel mm-hmm. like made this work in a really like elegant cool way yeah where it was like okay we're still like we're working with a contact lens but 
it looks great. Where I feel like this just looks like, oh, I'm wearing a white dress, but I have to wear white contacts. And it's right. like, maybe you didn't. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. I know um, mm-hmm. there are so many people who find lighter eye colors to be the best thing to wear in drag. I mean, obviously you have some, you have darker eyes and it's oh, fine. Yeah. It, it's, it's, fine. It's okay. It's um, lovely. Right. You do it. Do we need contacts all the time? I, I mean, for me, it's Coco mm-hmm. Montrese who ruined contacts for everybody. Oh but again, God. it's the That's pageant cool. queens. It's the pageant queens who always do this. Mm-hmm. They don't wear contacts for purpose. They wear it for aesthetic and it's not working. And so, yeah. And because there are contacts that are lighter that look natural real to some I, I, I remember watching season five for the first time because I, I came into drag race a little later i started mm-hmm. with season eight um and i went back watched season five and in her confessionals i was like she looks like a fake human those blue contacts are not natural uh-huh. um so i've never been a fan of the contacts and she's ruined it for me but <laughs> tracy says she has passion and pride in her drag and it shows her look was very round the way girl goes to a honky talk. She would have liked to see her center stage. Brad says she was light, fluffy, cloudy confection, gave him the lift he needed. Brooklyn loved her verse. Her look from the front was gorgeous, but she wished there was an applique on the back to hide the panty line. Nope, 911. Worst look of and the night. Terrible. I agree. And I, I just don't like, I wish it was a cloud. I wish that was like the inspiration because it, it's not. It felt like no. ice to me. It didn't even feel didn't... like ice. It felt like I don't have money and this is what I'm going to give you. Sorry. I, I know I, I'm being I, hard I, on her, I, but... I just wish there was, um, again, something a little more interesting about it. Yeah. And Where, it sucks like... for her because two weeks in a row, she's wearing pageant gowns. Not her fault. That's just how this the season's playing out, but... Uh-huh. Where are you going? Stupid lover 911. Oh, it was a, it was a nine one one. Sorry, I had to. I can remember which one was which. Audience was forty eight percent stupid love, fifty two percent nine one one. The Giddy Girls have won the challenge with Geometric as the sole winner of the week. Cue the award show playoff music. How much of the speech did they cut out? This is hilarious and my favorite part because uh-huh. she's so oblivious to it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like when you're up there you want to appear like grateful and likable. So you're going to want to do, you want to say something, but. The fact that Brooklyn has already called her out on this. Maybe she knows this about her. Maybe this is like a thing they have because they're a friendship. I don't know. It was just so funny. She got called out on number Uh two, but she wins $5,000 courtesy of JJ Malibu. Not a bad price. Love JJ Malibu. Adriana, Isis, and Pythia are safe. Cynthia, Kamora, Kendall, and Eve are the bottoms of the week. Mm-hmm. Well, the Giddy Girls are yeehaw backstage, and Gia is proud that they went from zero to 100. Isis is proud to have redeemed herself. She thinks she should have won, but it's fine. I don't think she should have won, but it's okay. Yeah. Eve jokes I, I, that... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, yeah, I agree. I think Gia was great. Eve jokes that she won the challenge and Gia's like, don't steal this moment away from me, you little bitch. Um, <laughs> and it honestly felt like it's a thing that Eve's probably done to her before. So it almost wasn't joking. Mm-hmm. Kamora says they liked her from the front, but her back has issues. And this is home with her because she knows better than that. Kendall says that they said her performance was good, to which Eve interjects and said it was great. 
she just has an obsession with the Brat Pack. She just loves them all and wants to be part of them. Mm-hmm. Kendall pauses and says they didn't like the verse itself, but the way she delivered it. They don't know who will be lip syncing, and Kendall thinks it could be all of them. Eve says she got the same critiques as always, and Gia jokes that she said she was dead behind the eyes, and Eve's like, she didn't say that exactly, but basically that's what Brooklyn was saying about me. Mm-hmm. Cynthia says they know Eve has the untapped potential resonating. Eve hears the negative, but believe in, believes in herself, and that's hard. Cynthia tells her to not dwell on it, and Eve is like, I'm not. I'm being asked about it. And then the confessional she had and says my new favorite phrase, don't therapize, therapize me now. I would like that on a t-shirt. Because there are many times I need to walk up to someone and be like, shut your fucking mouth. Don't give me your advice. Don't therapize me. Is that I, a word? Hope, I don't like think so. And I hope okay. she will take that and make that her merch because she should. I hope she does too. Eve, I'm giving you a million dollar idea there. Huh? Well, Cynthia is worried she is in the bottom as a captain. She knows she has the target on her back. And Adriana meekly says someone had to be in the bottom and they were very good. So look at her with a subtle shade. She's, she's quite a bit funny. Mm-hmm. The country queens return to the stage for some decisions. Kimora and Kendall are safe leaving Cynthia and Eve as the bottom two. Do you agree? Because I surely do not. I think... Um, there are times where the producers will uh, move some chess pieces around to make specific things happen um, because uh, 98% of the time it will not fall to the captain to be it, it, to take the fall for everything. Um, but when they need to whack somebody out of there and they're going to put a fan favorite up against a person who they would like to leave. So there's no possible way uh, the outcome mm-hmm. will change. I think it's probably I agree. what um, I think Kendall or Kamara could have been in the bottom. Um, my, mm-hmm. my theory on Kendall winning is more proven here once again. Um, and I also think if you put Kamara in there and she happened to lose, that wouldn't have looked so good because exactly. it would have been three minorities in a row um so i think there was some the reason to put cynthia there made a little more sense yeah also i I, I felt like it was you know eve's time oh fully like i I under i understand yeah the song is biff naked's i love myself today i have never heard the song but it's a rocking good time it's very 90s Mm -hmm. yes Cynthia immediately dives into character and Eve is just half-assing her performance. I don't know if she was throwing in the towel or if she's just not a dynamic performer, but I needed so much for her if she wanted to even try to stay. Mm -hmm. I think at this point, she's probably like, there's no way. I'm just gonna, yeah, not not exert too much energy if I don't have to. (laughs) Cynthia brought theatrics, had a lot of levels in her performance and Eve pointed and stuff, but it just was not nearly enough especially when she showed her back for a good part of the instrumental part. She's like, I don't know what I'm going to do here. So I'm just going to give you my back. Not good. (laughs) But there was no question that Cynthia was beating Eve. Maybe that's why she was in the bottom as it would have been the slam dunk to knock out Eve. Mm -hmm. But Eve is eliminated and it's a brand. It's the Eve of a brand new era. Take your flat wigs elsewhere and stop coming for my boyfriend, Connor Jessup. I don't care. Your wig was kind of flat and he was right. You were wrong. I just thought, I thought, 
just really quick that comment was so weird because he was like i think of that like slicked back hair which is flat and then he was like but this is flat i'm like was the way was the hair in the movie not flat i think he was trying to say short but he said flat i don't know i i'm gonna defend him because he's so beautiful and i do love him on lock and key but um (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, oh, I guess I didn't share it uh, yet. But um, I had posted so when I posted the thing on um, Instagram last week for with the on my story. Um, mm-hmm. It was Snatch Game, and I wrote uh, I was like, and I talk about how I want to blank Connor Jessup and tagged him in it. You saw it. Um, so there's that. He didn't he didn't message me? So obviously he doesn't want to blank me back, which is fine. Fill in the blanks, friends, but oh, he's so cute. It's fine. But no, you're right. He His comment was a little out there. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> he's just very cute. Anyway, <laughs> I got some burning questions for you to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Sure. What is Eve's legacy? Eve's legacy? Um, it's going to be someone who... Uh, wait, what, what, what did she say at the end of the thing? She was like, polished looks like something about her 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 personality or something i don't know i I don't know i i would be very interested to see eve on an all-star season yes now that she knows what it is i think she's gonna be known for her looks and honestly that comment of her saying no you know what her legacy's gonna be i gotta check with my that's that's it that's it yeah no i i I think she's going to be remembered for being um very negative and but being really good television especially in that first episode Mm -hmm. um but yeah you're right if if she were to be brought back for some sort of all-star season it would be right because she is a villain and and if you cast her alongside one of the brat pack girls you're going to get the drama and (laughs) i think that's definitely what producers are going to want exactly I, um, I, again, I think, and I think she would, I think she would do very well on an all-star season. And I think the one things that, one thing that we didn't really get from her, whether it was because she didn't discuss it or it was cut out, I'm not really sure, but she's trans non-binary. We didn't hear her discuss that at all. And at the last minute I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that is insanely important because in the eyes of visibility on this show, we need those conversations. Just like two lines from Kimora was not going to cut it. We needed mm-hmm. to hear from Eve here. So I don't think her story is over. Um, yeah, it's very interesting to compare her kind of to um, Alona Verley, who also had a very interesting story, but mm-hmm. her time mm-hmm. is over because she was just a fucking mess and a mess. But I think <sighs> Eve has more to share. So that that's where I stand. Um, but next week, it's a ball. Another design challenge. Who's in danger, uh, girl? My favorite episodes. Um, I don't. Let me think. Um, uh, I'm looking at my list of names right now, so I can like, who are these people? Who are these people? Because I mean, there are so many queens that I'm thinking about right now, just like with like UK and everything. <laughs> Tell um, me about who's it. In trouble. Who's in trouble? I don't know. I think for me, it's Kimora um, because oh, I, oh my God. Yes, if sorry. we go back to that first week, she should have been in the bottom with that atrocious um, pinata that she wore. Um, and even, even the teaser gave us a little bit of a um, look into Kimora having some struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not be surprised if it is her that goes. Okay. Yeah. I could definitely see that. 
because there are yes. a lot of designers in that group. I mean, you have Pathia, mm-hmm. you have Isis. Um, so we'll see. We but will see. I will say it could be another week, a hard week for Cynthia as Absolutely. well. You're right. Well, that after might be our bottom f- two. That could, that, you know what? That sounds right. After five episodes, the winner of the season is? Um, I think it might be either Gia or, can I give you a top three? Sure, go for it. <laughs> I think it's going to be Gia, Cynthia, and Pythia. All right, I'm here for it. I, I'm really, I, I, I think I'm getting the same vibes out of Kendall as I did with Priyanka, where they know she's a star. She's got immense mm-hmm. talent. She's not always serving it. She, she gives you some failures. So there is a growth arc, but there is uh-huh. something about Kendall getting all this airtime uh-huh. when she doesn't need airtime that I'm like, I think they really want us to like her and I really like her. So I could see her winning, but there is something about Pythia that is, is the sleeper of this season. She's very subdued, but except for this week she's knocked it out of the park every single runway and if you're mm-hmm. going to go with a Pathia versus uh kendall it, it may come down to runway and i think Pathia will definitely edge out kendall but is uh, Pathia going to be the one to carry on the the torch and and be the voice of season two i don't know That's i also think fun. she looks exactly like if max and crystal method had a baby yes. That's who it is yes and I said it last week, um, Crystal Method and uh, Pythia needed to switch their interpretations of their Snatch uh-huh. characters, and it would have been correct, because Poppy mm-hmm. is the robot. I love Poppy. Oh, I, when I, I did you heard she was doing that, I was so excited. And I was like... I know, and then she oh. bombed. Did you, did you see Poppy on Dragula? I did not. I, I have to catch up on Dragula right now. It, it was very good. And, and they used her song for the floor show, so they got to... Li- <sighs> there was a lip sync to Poppy. Very fun. Um, well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Um, well, my Instagram and TikTok are both MarshaX3NYC. It's spelled M-A-R-C-I-A, not S-H-A. Looks like I love making things difficult for myself. <laughs> um, and my Venmo is MarshaNYC, I believe. That sounds right. Yes. Um, and yeah, I don't have any projects coming up at the moment. I'm... Um, just, you know, sewing a lot. Christmas is coming up. Maybe it's I'll true. do something. I did a I, I did a, a 30 minute Christmas special on my Instagram last year. So I'm kind Love of it. Christmas out a little bit, but, but um <laughs> since it's been a year, I'm still like, I don't know if I want to do anything for Christmas. I hear that. I definitely um, hear that. Yeah, you know, we're just vibing. Come on down to any come down to the queue on Friday nights. I'm they're hosting the uh, pop rave on the first floor. Lots nice. of fun, lots of dancing. We'll do some numbers. It's a blast. Amazing. Well, thank you for being here. Welcome to the Block Talk family. We'll have you back again soon. Thank you very much. I had a lot of fun. A huge thanks to Marsha, Marsha, Marsha for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And make sure you engage with me on social media and tell me your favorite episode. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block.